0: Thank you for listening to I Still Do, a podcast with me, Michael Nip, and my wife, Amanda. And uh, thank you for listening for the second episode that we're making here. Uh, I wanted to say thank you. If you were one of the people that listened to the bonus episode that we posted about Charlie's bath time story, that episode is the fastest uh, listened to downloaded podcast that I've ever had the um I guess blessing of working on so we got to 300 downloads like
1: super fast really
0: fast and I did not expect it and I'm still a little bit surprised but thank you if you were someone that listened to that we're glad that that you enjoyed that and the numbers part of me really wants to figure out what everyone (laughs) liked about that so we could do that again.
1: He wants a formula, guys.
0: But in the meantime, uh, we have another one of our regular weekly episodes. So the f- the format that we're kind of thinking right now is that we'll do weekly episodes that we'll probably post on Thursdays. And then um, any funny stories, anecdotes, anything else we want to do, we can post whenever we want to. It's really easy to... Uh, to record with my partner for this podcast. Like, we usually don't have scheduling conflicts or anything. We
1: actually live together.
0: Yeah, it's really nice. Mm -hmm. And just be able to, like the other night when we recorded a bonus episode, it was just a, hey, pop downstairs, we tell a little five-minute story, and then we're done. It was...
1: Because our kids are hilarious. Fancy,
0: yeah. It can be. Um, So, this week we thought that we were going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart and my stomach. The way to my heart is through my stomach. <laughs> as they say. Is this true? I mean, yeah, that's what they tell women true. when they're getting married, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Is we're going to talk about food. Originally, we thought about breaking food up into two episodes. I don't know if that's too much or too little. We'll kind of see as we talk through this. <laughs> but um we right now are in a pretty, you know, patriarchal normal whatever family. <laughs> Where uh, you do most of the cooking. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very good cook, as can be Why, thank you. Uh, noticed by my belly. <laughs> because I was not this shape when we got married.
1: Well, I take it as a compliment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I kind of thought it would be cool to talk about, like, what different philosophies we've had for cooking through our marriage we've been married for. Seven and a half years. Mm-hmm. And uh, what worked, what didn't, what we liked, some of our better recipes, some of our not better recipes. And um, we'll just see how the conversation goes. So at this point, what does your weekly meal situation look like? What's your what's your regimen?
1: Um, well, I try really hard to get my family to tell me what they want to eat because that's the worst part of it, deciding what we need to eat. Mm-hmm. So we usually do, I don't know, some kind of pasta, Uh some kind of chicken, Mm -hmm. (laughs) some kind of taco-like experience. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So you do your meal planning at the beginning of the week. You shop on Mondays generally.
1: Shop and prep on Mondays and then see how it pans
0: out. So... Something that we've found at least somewhat useful is you just write down all of the meals options that we have.
1: Yeah, and then I let people pick it.
0: And then your preferred method is for me to look at the list and then pick. But sometimes I just don't know what I want to eat.
1: Right. Often. Most times. And
0: so you'll just kind of like pick from this list. There's some items that we use a lot. Like lately we've been eating a lot of spaghetti.
1: Yeah, everybody is all on board with the spaghetti right now, which is fine with me because that's super easy.
0: Uh, The other thing is that I guess I'm difficult to cook for because I don't consider something a meal unless there's at least a meat course.
1: And if you're fine with having a higher food budget, that's totally okay with me.
0: I guess there's people that eat meals that don't contain meat, like meatless meals or something. Meatless
1: Monday is a thing.
0: I've never considered that a possibility
1: i did but it was shut down quickly
0: yeah (laughs) Uh, um so like the spaghetti that we eat it's very hamburger heavy in the sauce i don't know there's so what are the what are our what are the go-to meals that we like to hit a lot like the key highlights of what works for us because we got spaghetti we got panko chicken
1: panko chicken is super delicious We've been doing lots of chicken thighs lately mm-hmm. because there was a big sale on them a while ago. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of those. Um,
0: and you've been making chicken thighs wrapped in bacon with some kind of
1: with teriyaki sauce. It's delicious. Yeah, super good. And then, like I said, there's a whole bunch of like taco-like things. Mm-hmm. Like we do your standard like American taco, like ground beef with taco seasoning and cheddar cheese and a. Flour tortilla. hmm And then I like like corn tortillas mm-hmm. fried with lightly seasoned meat. Or there's like fish tacos. Fish tacos, which or you just serve. Chicken doing tacos. In the
0: chicken. chicken tacos. I feel like chicken tacos aren't as much of my favorite. You
1: don't love those as much, but I like to have them because they make good leftovers for the
0: week. That's true. For the true. kids and I. What else is a good that uh, you like to make?
1: Um, like shredded beef sandwiches.
0: Ooh, shredded beef, shredded pork.
1: Pulled pork is really yummy. Like fried rice or um yakisoba noodles.
0: Sure. We haven't Chicken done that in a while. stir
1: fry. I know it's been a long time.
0: In the summertime when the grill is handy, we can do kebabs.
1: Kebabs. Delicious.
0: With like steak. We can give you cheap, cheap from steak, the garden. Zucchini. Peppers, onions.
1: Mushrooms.
0: Mushrooms.
1: We do jambalaya sometimes, but it gets a little bit pricey because it has a lot of different meats in it.
0: Also, our children have less spicy tolerance than you, which yeah. is pretty low. I'm a baby. So, like, we used to do enchilada, ench- 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 enchiladas, <laughs> but um, <laughs> th- they were too spicy for the kids and for you.
1: Yeah, the kids couldn't handle I could... I could handle it with some sour cream to kind of cut it a little bit, but the kids like put it to their mouth and cry. (laughs) So we don't have enchiladas as much anymore. I'll do it sometimes, but they're typically too spicy for our babies.
0: And then?
1: Then there's like shrimp. We do shrimp sometimes with like Alfredo sauce and pasta and I don't know.
0: We've done shrimp on the grill before.
1: That's really good baked potatoes are great if the budget's a little tight
0: are something and we do them with like bacon and cheese so not very pricey, chili on the but side like, that's baked potatoes are a food that i feel like we never like i personally never want and then i eat it and it's just good it's like i never filling regret and it
1: hearty and delicious
0: but it's not one i ever like crave but then i end up liking it a lot which used to be spaghetti until i realized i just love spaghetti i think
1: yeah he's super into spaghetti also, um, if you have leftover baked potatoes and you chop them up and stick them on a skillet in the morning with your eggs. That's true. so good. You've
0: been doing that. You've been making omelets for breakfast.
1: Yeah? You like that?
0: Yeah. They're super good. The kids love them.
1: Yeah, the kids will eat them. So that's nice.
0: And then, I don't know, like once a week, sometimes less, I try to make something. Um, yeah, you've been cooking more. The stuff that like I like making is like...
1: Things burgers. On the
0: grill, burgers. He makes really good burgers. Rarely steak. I I figured out pretty decent fried chicken, just in like a
1: like a, a B-dubs pot. type fried chicken.
0: Yeah, just like in a pot. Cons. Yeah, which is like a pseudo Mongolian barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> like I made like a. Uh, a little mini video for that. And that stuff is really good.
1: It's delicious. Like, it's one of my favorites.
0: I'm not going to lie. I was just like, hey, I used to like this restaurant, and this restaurant closed down. Let's see how close I can get to what I was pretty sure this guy was doing to the food. And it, I'm, I'm, it's pretty good.
1: It's really good. It's one of my favorites.
0: It's like, and we can post a link to that video, but like, it's just pretty, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It takes a little time, but it's not bad. Mm-mm. It mostly takes more time for us because I can't start it until I'm home from work, which slows the process down. T- I feel like it can be annoying because I want to try to help and cook, <laughs> but then I come home from work late and.
1: I try to do all the prep work so he can, like, cook like he's on the food network where he has all of the ingredients, <laughs> like, measured out into cute little bowls
0: on the counter. Well, that's another one of the things is, like, we both really like the food network, and I've decided that, like, when i'm on a diet i watch the food network even more which seems counterintuitive but i think i just genuinely love watching people
1: enjoy food enjoy
0: food <laughs> so much that even when i'm on a diet and can't do it i want to see someone else enjoy the food for me and i don't know if that's weird or not but it's true <laughs>
1: it's very true
0: and so like we watch food network that's where i get you know ideas i was making french fries for a while those are really with like good. Burgers. And it was hard. And I haven't done that in a while. I'm not hard, hard, but it took time. Yeah. I haven't done that in a while. I should do that.
1: Yeah. Some those were good. We French have potatoes. Fries. Yeah, man. We also haven't done. I was thinking about meatball subs. Yeah. Like you take a hoagie, put some salami on it and some meatballs dipped in or like soaked in like red sauce. Yeah. Melt some cheese over it.
0: So like what are Grilly. your what are your like methods for mixing up the meals in a way that keeps the budget more balanced mm-hmm. for the week? Cuz obviously some of these meals are way more expensive than others.
1: Sure. I try so like I have kind of three tiers of meal price, I guess. Okay. I don't know.
0: Like the taco is going to be like a lower tier. I have
1: like my cheaper food. Tacos
0: or I don't know. Tier. Tacos
1: are kind of middle cuz okay. they're like ground beef but like for the cheap stuff you got your spaghetti and baked potatoes and like fettuccine alfredo with just chicken cuz like with something like that you can use less meat and get away with that.
0: So like that's that's the difference between like tacos and spaghetti is that the the noodles The spaghetti fill a lot of has that.
1: like half a pound of meat in it whereas okay. tacos I'm going to cook up a full pound. Yeah. Then you got like your more expensive stuff like Burgers steak or steak. and yeah, I don't know, burgers are kind of middle too.
0: I mean the con stuff, the Mongolian barbecue stuff that that's I make. That's pretty pricey. That's pretty high tier. Yeah, because you're buying steak
1: and bacon. Yeah. So yeah, basically anything with a kind of more expensive cut of
0: So what's your balance beef. look like if you're if you're making And for the most I part our it, lunches are like sandwiches or leftovers? Mostly leftovers. So for dinner you're planning like what, five? Five di- major dinners?
1: Yeah, usually five major dinners. We'll usually eat out one night a week, maybe two. And then we usually do like a leftover day. But I don't plan lunches. We eat. We eat leftovers mostly. I I am used to cooking for a lot of people. Like that was kind of a struggle when we first got married. Yeah. Because I went from cooking to s- for six people to two. And I bought a lot of food and wasted a lot. in our first year of marriage because it's hard to go from cooking for six to two
0: so what does your balance of like expensive and cheap and middle meals look like do you try to pick a number i try to
1: keep it down
0: like one only one
1: expensive meal a week i try to do at least one or two cheap meals Mm -hmm. and then the rest are kind of in the middle okay
0: the other thing is like we don't really like what is your kind of method for trying to keep us at least like eating something healthy every once in a while because like if it were up to me frozen, I would eat vegetables I would only eat meat and the meat portion of a meal, but like you you make vegetables like you've been making green beans and you like what do you do with those like tonight? Or not tonight tonight we night. had zero vegetables. Last night what did we, <laughs> we had like green beans. You like, what did you fry them up or? No,
1: I roasted them in the oven. Okay. You crank the oven to like 450 and stick them in there with some olive oil and salt.
0: Generally speaking, you try like to keep like hour. a veggie for every, like a green veggie with pretty much every. meal.
1: Typically, and we've kind of gotten out of out of the habit with this, but typically I try to serve a vegetable and then a green salad.
0: Yeah and i've come around because when we first got married i wouldn't touch salad
1: also i discovered kind of early on in our marriage that if i cook vegetables and leave them on the stove he won't eat them but if i put them on his plate he will
0: that's true i will eat whatever's in front of me he will
1: he will clean his plate like a good boy
0: and the thing is like especially now in the times when i'm specifically trying to lose weight if the food is on my plate i've accepted it as like this is the thing i'm eating and also As someone that is trying to lose a little little bit of weight, if you have, like, green beans and salad and broccoli as an option, I essentially treat those as, like, I can eat as much of these as I feel like eating. Yeah. One, because they're not my favorite. Two, I realize they don't have zero calories, but compared to the... They're pretty good for you. Compared to the other things I'm eating, I'll eat a lot of them. So I can use that to help fill the void in my stomach Mm -hmm. where the meat used to be. (laughs) Or more often, the the tortilla chips used to be, because that was my favorite vice.
1: Yeah, he really likes to eat tortilla chips directly after dinner.
0: Just like plain, or with <laughs> cheese, but usually plain, actually. I can yeah. eat a, pretty much a bag of tortilla plain tortilla chips all the time. Yeah. And I did, for a very long time. Now, I want you to explain the milk situation that we found ourselves in, because I'm no longer part of this problem very much.
1: You're really not. Our children drink a lot of milk.
0: We have two children. One of them is three and one of them is one
1: yeah we should probably restrict the milk consumption
0: i oh, want to know how many gallons we go through a, a, a week of like milk. five we go through five gallons of milk a week with that's two, not an
1: exaggeration
0: two children and i think people are going to think that that sounds insane because it, it does, does sound
1: insane it is actually insane
0: it sounds insane that we go through five gallons of milk i don't like
1: milk i don't drink it
0: now i love milk i don't eat cereal I would drink milk Like, I do like cereal too, but frankly, I'm just a weird person where I drink, like, milk is my favorite beverage, I think, of all.
1: Well, it's your favorite, or your kid's favorite beverage as well.
0: So, like, I would drink milk in place of soda. I would drink milk like in place of anything. So would your children. So milk is, like, my favorite thing. So when Mm -hmm. I'm on the milk train, it would make sense that we're drinking five gallons of milk. But I essentially drink, like, a cup of milk a week now. So our children just drink that much milk.
1: I buy four gallons of milk every Monday, and most Sundays or Saturdays, if we're out, we end up grabbing a gallon or two because we're running too low.
0: A personal rule that if we're ever at a grocery store buying something else, we should buy two gallons of milk because it's bit us in the hiney too many times.
1: Right. Do you remember when we were first married and we actually had milk go bad? That hasn't happened to us in... I don't Years. remember that, but that's funny to me. It did happen. I would buy a gallon of milk a week, and we couldn't drink it all.
0: That just is a time that I can no longer remember. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's a lot of people who do meal planning and they do like freezer meals or like like super preparation kind of things. What is your stances on that? What have you tried with that kind of thing?
1: So, I've done freezer meals in the past. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with them. I think they're fine. I personally really like cooking stuff up fresh. I'm not a huge fan of crockpot meals. They're they're fine. Like nothing against them. They're just not my favorite thing to do cuz I really like chopping veggies and cooking them and like the whole cooking process now. I understand that as a mother of small children, I can't always dedicate an hour or more to dinner right at dinner time. So I'm pretty much I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have a lot of flexibility. I cook dinner all day long. You
0: do a ton of meal prep throughout the day. Yeah. Which is why it's handy to have the, the meals planned out in advance. Right. So you know like, hey, this needs to be pulled out of the freezer now. This one needs to be chopped and it can wait. Yep. You know, this needs this needs X. Well, and
1: like Mondays I try to wash and chop all my veggies and separate out my meat, freeze what I'm not going to use, freeze what's going to be used later on in the week. The key is remembering to take it out of the freezer. <laughs> And, um, I do a lot of meal prep in the morning before I wash my breakfast dishes, and I usually do another round before I do my lunch dishes, and then stuff's usually ready to go by the time I want to actually cook dinner.
0: And our breakfasts are pretty basic.
1: Yeah, we eat eight eggs every morning.
0: So I eat, like, two scrambled eggs.
1: I guess we're not eating eight anymore. Six now.
0: So yeah. We eat six grams. He's eggs. on a diet. <laughs> I eat two eggs. Charlie eats an egg. Molly eats an egg. You eat two eggs. Yep. And then sometimes you'll mix it up. You'll give like the kids some hash browns, sausage. Mm-hmm. Do they eat bacon?
1: Sometimes. We do sausage I know more they than bacon. Love
0: sausage My son Charlie. one of his first words was sausage, but he says saw
1: Yeah, that's the first thing he asks for when he wakes up in the morning. Saw so- <laughs> Uh, sometimes i'll like cut up a sweet potato and roast it mm-hmm. like i'll roast a whole bag of sweet potatoes at the beginning of the week and heat those up to eat with like a fried egg and some sausage
0: sure so good i i will disagree but i'm <laughs> glad that you enjoy it Sweet potatoes. charlie likes it too sweet potatoes have never been able to agree with me for some reason they're delicious I personally am going to admit this. I just have a problem sometimes with mixing sweets and <laughs> salties. Avocado
1: toast. We do that a lot for breakfast. <sighs> I liked that before. It was cool.
0: I'm a bad millennial just because I can't do avocados. <laughs> One of the very it's few so foods good. I can't do. I wish I could. It seems like other people really are it's into delicious. it. You do avocado toast. You do really good guacamole, I hear. You wouldn't know. Really good Well, I've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against you. You do really good salsa that I love. Why, thank you. It's
1: it's those homegrown tomatoes, man. You make
0: the t- you make the salsa up, and then you you make it the way that you want it, and then I usually just add a spicy pepper to whatever you've already made, and it's yeah. Great. I
1: do like a base salsa that's super mild.
0: I'll throw in a habanero or three, or sometimes more. <laughs> I mean, tomatoes are watery, so it's not that bad.
1: Especially homegrown tomatoes; they're so juicy.
0: As someone that is relatively new to cooking, that's me. Um, If you were ever making a hot sauce for wings and you put a whole habanero in it, it just it it can disagree with you. Eating a whole habanero in a concentrated form. You're
1: going to have a bad time.
0: It can be a bad time. Hmm. Even if it doesn't taste that spicy, it could be a bad time later. Anyway, I think now is a good time for us to do a break from our sponsors. And then when we come back, we will talk about eating out. Oh, yeah and we're back and we're going to talk about something that we love to do because both of us love to cook but both of us love to eat good food and not clean dishes also yes and you know i said good food but the truth of the matter is i just love food
1: yeah it doesn't have to be super good we're we're big fans of cheap food too
0: if you want to hear me talk about like how much i love food in a little bit of a hyperbolic way but not as much as you think you go to listen to uh i think it's like the third episode of our other podcast life's what you rate it that i do with my brother and i go a little bit into my obsession with just i love eating food And you're the same way. No, not the same way as that podcast. I don't want to throw you under that kind of (laughs) list.
1: I appreciate that.
0: You love food.
1: I do love food.
0: And so we... But, like, we love all... We are the most inclusive food lovers. Absolutely. I love food that is very, very uh, extravagant and can be pricey. And I love food at the bottom of the barrel. Taco Bell. Yeah. Anywhere. So... You know, any time that we can make it work in our budget, and even sometimes when we can't, we just really <laughs> like to eat out. We do. It's like, what is your what is your your go to fast food options that you are into? Because mine's like j- Chick Fil A. <laughs> I used to be a Chick Fil A hater.
1: He was when we were dating. He didn't get it.
0: I I would go and I would get a chicken sandwich, and I thought people were crazy for the obsession.
1: Which, if you know him. It's ridiculous. It's
0: funny now because if people know me now, they realize that then I tried a spicy chicken sandwich and my life was changed for the better. Yeah. But like, we pretty much like all the fast. I don't think. You don't like Long John Silver's, is the thing. Not a fan. You have a fish problem. I do have
1: a fish but you're problem. You're getting
0: over your fish problem, aren't you? Like.
1: <sighs> yes, but not fried fish. I can't do fried fish. Oh, man. It makes me really just, sick.
0: Sometimes I just really want some fried fish and nothing else will do, though. You need to dip that fried fish in ketchup but just slurp the grease, man.
1: Gross. <laughs> and you should try Chick-fil-A's fish. They have it right now.
0: I could, but what if I got a spicy chicken sandwich <laughs> Uh Are you the type of person that goes to a restaurant and gets different food every time? Or are you the type of person that goes to a restaurant and gets the food you know you love? Yes. So you do both? Yeah. Do you have different restaurants? Like, is it is it directly related to the price? Because for me, it kind of is. Kind of, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm talking Taco talk Bell. Spend... I've tried everything on the menu. Sure.
1: If it's if it's relatively pr- well-priced, then I'm willing to experiment a little bit. If we're going to a fancier restaurant, I want to get what I know I'm going to like. Because if I'm paying a lot of money for my plate, I want to enjoy it.
0: For our purposes in this conversation, a fancy meal is pretty much anything with a plate that's more than like $10. <laughs> yeah. So, like, to us, Olive Garden is a fancy meal. Yeah. B-dubs is essentially a fancy meal.
1: B-dubs is expensive, man. it's expensive. B-dubs Except is... now they have their BOGO, what, Tuesdays, I guess it is? They don't advertise that thing, man.
0: No, but it's, it's like a secret. It's a thing. Here, I mean, t- this is the most valuable information we might give you on this podcast, <laughs> is that if you like Buffalo Wild Wings, or you think that Buffalo Wild Wings is too expensive, and it's it's expensive.
1: It's pricey. What is it,
0: Thursdays or Tuesdays? I
1: think it's Tuesdays. If
0: you go on Tuesdays, it's buy one, get one, free wings yeah so we so can, you can get order two... two larges for the price of one and that takes a very expensive meal and brings it to extremely reasonable levels
1: yeah because we'll get like two large orders for 20 bucks and that gets us like we'll eat dinner and then that'll be our lunch the next day
0: it's a ton of wings so to
1: feed two people two meals for 20 bucks that you don't have to
0: you know cook or clean up go to buffalo wild wing sauce pretty good that's your go-to
1: Probably the honey barbecue.
0: Hot barbecue for me.
1: But I also like Parmesan garlic. I also like teriyaki. I like um, sweet barbecue. Zinger. I've never tried that one, but I've heard that it's spicy and I'm a baby.
0: Well, it is zingy, <laughs> at least. That's why they named it that. So, what else do we have here? Let's talk about some of the fun, like more local stuff we get, which I guess if you're listening to this podcast elsewhere, sorry, but we are, like See you next in week. the Omaha, Nebraska area. Like, what, what's. What's our favorite local cuisines here?
1: Um, We haven't been there in a while because their parking is terrible and you have to like park up in neighborhoods and walk a little bit. And if you know anything about the Midwest, it's been very cold and very (laughs) snowy
0: this year. I think that's just the whole country essentially. (laughs) Well,
1: yes. So we haven't gone here in a long time because we don't want to walk for a mile in the snow. But there's a place called 1912. 1912.
0: Yeah, we go um, to Benson. There's super also, delicious. There's also downtown Omaha. I think there's a 1912 also.
1: Oh, really? There's another location?
0: I think so. I 1912 is great. It's like, what is that? Is it just American food? Yeah. But like nicer American. Like you're getting a burger, you're getting wings, and you're getting like poutine. But like if, it's a nicer, it's a nicer burger. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it was, I don't know. I haven't had bad food there.
1: No, it's all really good. Like,
0: I don't even like some of the food. Like, I don't like, f- I, I've ordered food I normally don't like, like, mm-hmm. as an appetizer for us to share, and liked it. It's just good. It's yummy. And, like, they'll mix things up. Like, they have, like, a, what is it, like, the tomato jelly that they have?
1: Yeah. That's super good.
0: That they'll put on the burgers. That's really good. <clears throat> and, um, so yeah, 1912 was one that we found relatively recently. All the
1: places I'm going to mention are burgers. I'm just going to oh, tell you that. No. Like, I you know love what? that. Lead Belly is super good. Stella's Led, is super good.
0: Leadbelly Belly up in Omaha does, like, what oh, are they called? Gourmet, gourmet Burgers. Gourmet Burgers. And, like, they they have all kinds of cool, interesting combinations of flavors.
1: Mine had, like, red onion jelly on yeah. it. That was amazing. And candied bacon and
0: like mushrooms
1: and arugula. So
0: good. Yeah. So, Lead great. And then, of course, there's Stella's.
1: Yeah. In Bellevue. Stella's is good. Stella's is always packed. There is always a 20-minute wait. It doesn't matter when you go.
0: Man, I love Stella's, though. And that's, like, Stella's is, like, the most, like, standard kind of, like, they don't do, I mean, they do some weird options where you can get, like, peanut butter on your burger. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, for the
0: most part, they do pretty standard burgers. They're just very, very good. Yeah. Just, like, extremely good burgers.
1: They're very, very good. And it's just like a, it's a greasy hole in the wall type place. Like they serve your burger. The
0: pricing is decent. the pricing is good. That's considered a non expensive restaurant by our standards.
1: Yeah. They serve your burger. Like they'll bring it to you on a napkin. They don't have plates or anything. Like it's super low key, but it's really good.
0: Not a great place for children. No. Like, they're fine. Like, they're accommodating. It's okay. They're pretty accommodating, but it's I just, just feel annoying there because, like...
1: It's really busy, and it's it's small. It's
0: small. So, like, that's a great place if you're not with the Littles.
1: Also, a lot of their tables are high, so not every table is going to be accommodating for a high chair.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, there's Tellos. Those... Man, do we only like burger joints? Yeah. I, I mean... <laughs> We're going to admit we're kind of cheap here, but, like, my favorite pizza in town is the gas station pizza, Casey's Pizza.
1: Casey's Pizza is delicious. It's so good. Yeah.
0: There's Roman Coin, which is, like, a local joint for pizza.
1: It's yummy. It's
0: kind of... I guess they're both a little pricey for pizza.
1: Casey's isn't bad.
0: I mean, if I'm going to be honest here, we could just go to the Little Caesars down the street, and it's cheap.
1: Sure, but Casey's, like, at any given time, you can find a deal for a $10 large. That's not bad.
0: No, it's good pizza. What else do we like that's like not a chain? We just like cheap junk (laughs) food, huh? Yeah, we do. I mean, there's the dessert place, Ted and Wally's, that we usually go to after 1912.
1: That's fun. It's a cute little ice cream shop. They do like
0: all homemade ice cream, though, Mm -hmm. or in store ice cream or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the flavors are constantly changing and they're flavor they're like themed after different things that are going on. They do like soda, uh, ice cream soda, which is just really good. It is yummy. Except. Listen, as good as it tastes, don't ever get like strawberry shortcake ice cream soda because there is shortcake in it and it's just weird when you (laughs) are drinking a drink and it has cake in it. Yeah, tastes great, odd.
1: though. Uh, we do La Mesa a lot. Yeah, La Mesa is like a Mexican, Mexican restaurant.
0: I feel like it's like not authentic Mexican. I don't know. People like poop on La Mesa. And La Mesa I think it's yummy. I'm going to use this platform to just say, like, it's great. I mean, is it like the most fancy Mexican restaurant? No, but it's good. I'll go there and I'll get my tacos. I'm pretty plain. The, the enchiladas are great, too. Mm-hmm. But I love all the tacos. I mean, like, tacos and burgers, pizza, staples. <laughs> We're easy to please. To us, the fanciest restaurant that we really like go to is Olive Garden, I guess.
1: Then there's like Kobe. But oh. we only do that like on our anniversary.
0: I've been to Kobe. Except as you many... took
1: your friend there for his birthday.
0: Well, I except for that, I go to Kobe once a year, which is on our anniversary. It's really good. Uh like what is that called? Hibachi grill. Mm-hmm. Man, Teppanyaki. That's good. But that stuff's a little pricey.
1: It is pricey. But it's delicious. It's
0: so good. And also, it fills me up like all the all the all the way to the brim. <laughs> Very full boy when I leave. Man, that's good. We should go to more local restaurants. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you are kind of getting a feel for the types of foods that we like, and there's a local restaurant out here we haven't tried that we definitely should try, let us know. Put yeah. it, put that in the comment section. Or you could just email I still do at whackmatters.com. Additionally, like, if you have ideas for meals or uh, meal planning ideas or recipes, or you want to ask us for recipes, let us know for that, too. All of Amanda's recipes are probably digitally sendable, and I'm always open to trying new foods. Mm -hmm. That's, I feel like the, that's the other thing. I feel like the, like, more I'm dieting, the more I'm just okay with trying anything, because I just want to eat different food now.
1: You've gotten... A lot better about, like, expanding your palate.
0: Like, I'm not kidding. At this point in my life, I will try it. Like, I'll try it one time. If I don't like it, I won't eat it more. But, like, I'll try whatever because I just, I feel like I'm the hulk of dieting. Like, my (laughs) secret is that I'm just always hungry. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, I'll always eat something. So, yeah, if you have an idea of a food that sounds good or a recipe or whatever, let us know because I'm willing to try anything. Amanda's a great cook. She knows how to adapt the recipes if there's some funky ingredient we don't like. Um,
1: like anything spicy remotely in any way.
0: But I, here's the thing. <laughs> this is a tactic that we use a lot. Amanda will make a mild food and I just have a, like a what is it, like a shaker of ghost pepper. Mm-hmm. And I'll just dump some ghost pepper on like a bunch of our different meals. Yep. And that's like a, a thing that we do.
1: Yeah, it works.
0: So anyway, thanks for listening to the episode this week. Once again, you can email us at istilldo at whackmatters.com. Comment on the show. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any ideas. If you have a topic that you'd like us to talk about, let us know. I get along with my co-host on this podcast just a a lot. I feel like a lot closer to this host than I've ever felt. Do you? Yeah um
1: we got a connection going on here
0: yeah i feel like like some good chemistry just really really close to you in like a, a weird way like i've never felt like this close to any of my co-hosts sorry you know sorry drewby sorry mark <laughs> um but yeah thanks for listening to the show and um we hope you enjoyed it yeah Thanks for listening to the podcast that we produce here at WackMatters.com. Just in case you didn't know, we have a lot of different shows running right now. There's Life What You Rate It, where me and my brother Mark rate everything on a scale from one to ten that exists in the entire universe. Tune in where Marcus and his friend Karsten talk about cartoons and their value for people of all ages. Of course, Wack Tracks, where me and a bunch of friends make commentary tracks for whatever shows or movies we might be into at the time, and our newest show on the network. The Music Matters, where my friend Trevor creates a discussion around all the matters relating to music. If you'd like to support the content we make here at WackMatters.com, please go to WackMatters.StoreMV.com and check out our merchandise section. We sell t-shirts right now and there's more merchandise to come. Even if you don't want to buy a t-shirt, there is a donate button at WackMatters.com that you can use to support the content that we already make and to help fund creative ideas for the future. Additionally, this podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial with Audible.com where you get to listen to a free audiobook of your choosing and can continue subscribing for an awesome audiobook content subscription. Remember, that's audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. We love you all and hope you will continue checking out the content we make here at whackmatters.com. Have a great day.